You're listening to episode 18 of Audacious K. When I quit my job last fall, I wasn't really sure of what I wanted to do. So I knew I didn't want to rush back into any old job. Um, Wasn't even sure if I wanted to go back to work full time ever again. And over the last few years, I had picked up a couple of consulting clients and I got to work on some really interesting projects. Um, and, and so coming out of quitting a job, I figured I'd try my hands at consulting and freelancing full time and see if it was, if it was something I was interested in, uh, and if some, and if it was something I could be successful at. Pretty quickly, I learned that I didn't want to build a business based on some of the expertise I had acquired over 15 plus years of working, right? So a lot of the clients I was working with were in very specific industries because those were the industries I had worked in. Um, and you know, there were certain skills that I was really great at, um, but it wasn't because I enjoyed those things. It was because that's where my career path, um, kind of took me. I remember talking to a prospective client once and walking away from that conversation thinking, not only do I want to not work with this person, I don't want to be even bothered with them because I could tell they would drive me up a wall. I'm not even excited about this work. So even if the person wasn't annoying as high hell, it, even, and even if I replaced that client with that prospective client with somebody who was amazing, I don't know that I could have been excited about the work that I would have been signing up to do. And it's one thing to know that you can do something um, and that you can do it really, really well. And it's another thing to not enjoy it at all. And that is what the um, going into consulting and then picking up some freelance work kind of started to make me realize. So I knew that I, the, the part about consulting and freelancing that I enjoyed um, was not having to show up to a specific location for eight plus hours a day, okay? More like 10 to 12 to 14 hours a day um, to deal with petty office politics, having somebody else dictate what your priorities are. Um, But I also realized that I did not want to be running around drumming up clients um, and, you know, and, and trying to build a business out of what I was doing. I just did not, I realized I did not want to do that because the goal for me has been to get as free as possible. And we're only going to get so free because bills are a thing, societal obligations are a thing, community and cultural and familial obligations are a thing. But I want to feel like I'm living a life beyond hustling just to take care of my basic adult needs and beyond hustling so I can acquire more things right? It's more about feeling like I can be at a place where my spirit tells me it needs to be. 
um, and to not feel beholden to anyone and to have the experiences I want to have, to, to have time to maintain friendships and romantic relationships, to be who it is that I want to be, um, to, to be to myself the, the kind of person I want to be to myself and to be to others, the people who matter to me most, the kind of person I want to be to them. And the goal has never been to jump from one cage to another. And, you know, I'm glad that I had the realization early on that I didn't want to build a business off of the skill set I had acquired or not even off the skill set I had acquired because I have skills beyond that. But I didn't want to build a business on some of the expertise I had acquired on some of the relationships I had built in very specific um, sectors. I just wasn't interested in being in that kind of space. Um, And I kind of saw, I began to see how you can build your own little prison by doing that. You know, feeling stuck in a shitty job is one thing. Okay. That is, that is totally one thing. Um, but you can leave a shitty job and you can go find another shitty job and stay there for a little while, or you can go find a job that you can tolerate or one that you actually enjoy. Um, but feeling stuck in something that you created seems like it's a lot more difficult to break away from because of how much you put on the line because of how much you invested in it. You know, there's way more skin in the game. And, in, and if you're successful, so much about your life is going to be connected to that business or that thing that you built. So if you dismantle it, a lot of it is going to start um, crumbling down. So if I have a shitty job, but it helps me pay my bills and, you know, whatever, I can leave that shitty job and go get something else. My livelihood is not, um, you know, specifically linked to that job and only that job. Whereas if I give everything up so I can go and invest all my resources, all my time, all my everything into a business that turns out to make me unfulfilled and has me feeling stuck and I'm doing work I don't really want to be doing and all that other stuff. Well, that's a different ball game. Um, and so when I had that realization, I was fine. I'm, I'm glad I had it early and was able to start thinking about, okay, well, you now you've got to figure out what you do want to do. If you do want to return to work, you have to figure out what that is because you know it's not what you've been doing. So you need to figure out what might you be interested in next. But this realization also got me thinking about um, how it's possible to sort of build a prison around building a brand that's based on, um, you know, your image. And one area that seems really susceptible to this is, um, again, like people who are building businesses and brands that are, that are specifically around a figment of their self image. I started paying a lot more attention to this after I started, um, this, this podcast. So 
When I started this podcast, it really was just a hobby. It still is just a hobby for me. Um, I quit my job. I needed something to do. I wanted to experiment with some creative projects. Um, And as my humble audience has grown, um, and as I get more emails and feedback from listeners, I'm realizing that I'm starting to feel a little bit of discomfort with the idea of deliberately building something around a segment of my personality and image. And I've gotten lots of encouragement from people um, and lots of great suggestions about how to build a podcast up and really take it to the next level. Um, Many of those suggestions I'm going to be incorporating, but I have to admit, I do, I'm hesitant to put but so much energy into building something that is around a very small segment of, of who I am. So sometimes I'll look at your know, popular lifestyle bloggers and they share so much about their lives that some of them share their children, their romantic relationships. They share what they're eating, what they're wearing, where they shop. Um, You know, they have built entire businesses around an image of themselves, and that is just not something that I think I want to be doing because what I know from social media, what I know from observing some of these blogging personalities or whatever you call them is people start thinking they have ownership of those folks or they start thinking that they actually know these people and that they have, you know, an open, an an unlimited invitation into these people's lives. And that's not something that I'm interested in. So recently I listened to an episode of Hashtags and Stilettos podcast, and it featured Nicole Kane, formerly known as Nicole Bitchy, you know, the the, um, gossip blogger. And she basically talked about not only reinventing herself, but how she became really unhappy with the image she created. She built something that was really, I mean, her shit was incredibly successful, but she had to walk away from it because it made her miserable. And and at the end, she didn't even like who who she had become. Um, In her case, it's a little bit different, I think, because she focused on gossip. That was her thing. Um, But she even talked about how focusing so much on what everyone else was doing didn't allow her to grow. She did not love being Nicole Bitchy anymore. You know, check out the episode for yourself because it's a really, really great episode. Um, And it also got me thinking about the other side of that, which is what happens when you're focused on sharing so much about yourself? What do you have in the end? If you're building something around every aspect of your life, what do you get to keep that's yours? And, you know, like I said, in this social media and content-driven digital world that we're living in now, people want access. That's what they want to pay for. That's what they want. They want access to celebrities' lives. They want access to pseudo-celebrities' lives. They want to live vicariously through other people. They want in. And people think they own you. You know, you give them so much, and next thing you know, they think they, they own who they think you are. 
So in some ways, building a business around that, I can see how it might compel um, you know, people to give more and more of themselves. And then ultimately your business and brand will depend on that. And it's not just about building a brand. So what I'm talking about here is not limited to people who are trying to build online personalities or build brands or whatever it is. Um, it's really about creating a foundation. So whether it's trying to build a consultancy or if you want to freelance full-time or you want to start your own nonprofit or you're trying to build something based on a small sliver of your image, you have to be careful to not create something that becomes a prison of sorts. So when I was, so I'm still doing some consulting now, but before, in the beginning, when I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to do this and only this and try to build a business out of this, things would go well. So I would have really great leads. And then I might get a really good contract or get to work on a really good project or something like that. And so then it makes you just want to hurry up and go, right? Um, but you kind of have to pull back a little bit and make sure that you really want to do what it is is coming your way right? Because, or that you really want to do what you are grinding to go out here and do. So, because when you're getting positive reinforcement, so if you're getting strong business leads and, and, and good feedback and you're landing contracts or, and you're getting followers or downloads or whatever it is you're using to sort of measure where you're at and gauge how things are going, those things can kind of force you in a particular direction. So if, if you're getting a lot of positivity, then shit, you might chase out, you might seek out the, the direction that positivity is coming from without paying any real attention to whether or not you even want to go in that direction. Um, and I think I realize you can't be, or it's not good to be, haphazard and just let your clients or followers or readers, listeners, whomever, take you in a direction. Yes, you want to pay attention to them because their feedback matters. That's who you're trying to serve. But you got to make sure that it's a direction that you want to go in. So again, this is not even about people who are building online content or who are building personalities um, or who are becoming experts in lifestyle and putting that that image out there. It's, it's really about, it is not even about people who are only trying to build, you know, a small business. I think it's about being deliberate about what kinds of things you build around you, whether they be human relationships, whether they be business relationships, you don't want to just fall into things. Yes, going with the flow is important and seeing where a journey takes you is important. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that, right? Um, but I do think that Sometimes when you want to escape one thing that isn't serving you well or when you want to leave something that makes you feel miserable, many other things seem very appealing. They're enticing. They seem a lot easier, to be quite honest. I think that's why you see so many people, or at least I see so many people, um, jumping into content and actually 
trying to build, they're going into it with the intention of building a business out of it because it looks like it's so much easier than it is. I think when you're trying to leave one shitty situation, it's very easy to get caught up in the illusion of something else looking like it's better, like it's easier, like it's more fun or more glamorous or, or the illusion that it's more free when it actually might not be. It actually might be just as shitty as having a job. It might be, um, you know, demoralizing. It might make you feel trapped. It might make you feel like you're grinding and running a rat race all over again for something that you don't even really enjoy. Um, so I don't know. What am I, what am I saying here? I think I'm babbling now which means it's time for me to get off here. So yeah, I would I think the biggest takeaway for me in all of this is knowing that I have to build checkpoints in anytime I'm doing something, whether it is a job, whether it's working with a client, whether it's trying to build whatever new project I'm trying to work on, I need to build in these checkpoints where I can ask myself, how is this going? do I still feel content with this? And aside from the struggles of it, because you can be content with something and recognize it doesn't need to be rosy. So am I content with this? Um, Do I still want, do I still feel like I want to pursue this or do I feel like I'm being dragged or pulled in this direction? Um, If I'm resisting it, why am I resisting this? I think for me, I realize putting sort of setting up these checkpoints um, and anything I'm doing goes a lot is going to help me avoid um, staying in situations longer than I want to be in them. So whether it's a job or whether it's working with a client or whether it's working on a particular project, it's going to help me avoid staying in those situations longer than I need to be. And it's also going to help me recalibrate and get closer to whatever thing it is I really need to be pursuing. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And if you like this episode, don't forget to share it on social media, review it in iTunes, and like it on SoundCloud. And if you have thoughts, comments, or feedback, you can shoot them over to theaudaciousk at gmail.com. That's theaudaciousky at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.